Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening and welcome to the next episode of the Shane Walsh Podcast. So today's episode is the highlights from the last night's episode with the amazing clients that we have and it kind of, it was based off some of the check-ins that we've had this week and some of the really important content and topics that we kind of talk about is managing your own expectations. We talk about, and like, about to-do lists and people not being realistic with those. We talk about a really, really big one, which Alyssa spoke about, which is dismissing your own wins because you don't feel you actually deserve them. And I think this is a really, really important piece. And I think that's the main focus of what this episode is going to be about. And we talk about the importance piece. We talk about self-esteem. So I hope you enjoyed the episode and the Q&A with the clients. So before I start today's podcast, I'm delighted to announce it's a brand new sponsor for the Shane Walsh podcast. So I want you to stop, think and ask yourself, do you feel like the best version of yourself? Are you stressed, having trouble sleeping or issues with pain management? Introducing Irish-owned CBD Self Premium CBD Oil, the natural solution to reducing anxiety, improving sleep and helping with pain management. CBD Self Oils are made from the finest organically grown hemp, ensuring the best quality and purity. All oils are produced the highest standard and are independently third-party lab tested. CBD Self have a range of CBD oils with different strengths based on your unique needs and are very proud to introduce their brand new product, De-Stress Oil. This uniquely formulated oil targets stress and anxiety. Become your best self with CBD Self. Visit www.cbdself.com to order yours today. And as a sponsor of the podcast, I'm honoured and delighted to give you a 15% discount for all listeners of the Shane Walsh Podcast. So please use the code SHANE15 to get 15% off your order. Now for the podcast. Alyssa, how are we? Good, thank you. How are you? Good, good. Uh, so tonight's live is going to be a little bit different because we are going to do a few questions from the clients and then there's a few things that are kind of coming up on check-ins that I think is important for us to kind of go through, uh, particularly around kind of the mindset. I know one of the things that Alyssa has spotted is an important piece that I think we all are very good at doing, which is not giving ourselves credit for something when we've actually achieved it. So Alyssa, I'm going to let you talk away. Um, and hopefully that's a better introduction than last week where I just threw you under the bus. Yeah, <laughs> we're working on it. It's good. It's good. It's work in progress. Um, hi, guys. How are we all? Um, yeah, so first thing that really struck me this week was I noticed an awful lot of dismissive behaviour when it really wasn't warranted. Um, it was a bit like trying to punish yourself, even though you've done really well throughout the week. I just want to focus on that for a few minutes. Um, like Shane said, I think it's something that we tend to do quite a lot. Like we're never going to be good enough. Um, or <laughs> it took you a second. Did you? I was like, what is she talking about? Why is she giving me the why is she giving me the Willie O'D bang bang? <laughs> um no, we we seem to assume that we're never gonna be good enough or meet the expectations that we've set for ourselves, or when we do, we're like, oh, there's all there's gonna be something better, or there's gonna be something else to strive for, and I can't allow myself enjoy this moment right now in, in the here and now. Um, and it's something that became quite apparent this week through a few check-ins and I just want to focus on it because and also bring questions around this if you have any I just think we need to understand that like we're going through a process here some of us for longer than others others 
are new to it all or they're coming back to it and stuff like that and they're trying to work away and move away from old habits that weren't that great or beneficial for themselves and every week we see breakthroughs and every week we see milestones met no matter how big or small but this week in particular there were a few great things that came of the check-ins but people were downing themselves and unrightly so like there was fantastic work done there was fantastic goals met and you weren't happy or you were very dismissive of that or trying to find an excuse a way out of that and to try and battle with yourself and bring yourself down when it's absolutely not the case that you need to be doing this because we need to take a win when we have it like they don't come around willy-nilly every day you've worked for that win no matter whether you believe it or not it's something you've done and worked on for yourself and you need to accept that you've put that effort in you've put those processes in place and built those habits and are implementing them daily and yeah okay maybe you may have had a fuck up on a random Tuesday night or something like that but that's not to dictate your outcome at the end of the week and I think we need to focus on that like one little fuck up is however much a percentage of a year and it's however much of a percentage of eight weeks and perhaps I should know the percentages but I don't but it's very minuscule and I don't think you need to let it impact you and hold on to it that much in your brain that when you come to the end of the week and you're totting everything up or you're thinking back on the week that it's kind of in the back of your head and you're like oh but I don't deserve to have seen a pound drop off or half a pound drop off or I don't deserve to feel any better in my clothes right now I also don't deserve to have this energy like god I had a spice bag on Wednesday night and like I feel fucking great this Sunday morning like you do because everything else was in line everything else you put like all these habits into place and this overall goodness and you're treating yourself well or better than you had been you're also not doing shit things like force feeding yourself I don't know, brown flakes or something like that, breakfast, lunch and dinner because it's low calorie. Do you know what I mean? Like you're actually trying. Unique to choice make... of food there. A bleak choice. A unique choice. Brown oh yeah, flakes. I don't know. I just, <laughs> I thought of something I absolutely wouldn't want. And I was like, no. Unique. Um, but my point still stands. You are doing so much and so many good things. There's definitely more eloquent ways of putting this, but please... Do not be dismissing your wins. Take them, own them and run with them. Because when one comes, that momentum starts to kick in and then all these other beautiful wins will come of that because you can keep kicking on and keep using that drive and momentum. And dare I say, after last week, it might just spur on some motivation. It will, it will. It will increase motivation. It will. And you just need to accept it because otherwise if you are pushing yourself down and not accepting those wins and dismissing everything you've done, you have to ask yourself, when are you going to accept a win? Like when, when, what are we waiting for here? Like, are we waiting for a massive drop on the scales or are we waiting for a tiny little dress to come through that suits a Sylvania more than it does you? Do you know what I mean? Like there has to be some point where you go, 
Jesus, fair play. And then move on. That's yeah. it. I ran over. Thank you for listening. Good night. Um, no, like you, what you're talking absolute sense. And I like we we are all very good at maybe not celebrating our achievements. And it's something that I personally had to work on. And like whatever that is, or I'll my way to do it is once a quarter I'll check in on myself and say, all right, have I gone? Have I got on? Have I hit the goals that I wanted to? And then I'll probably just buy myself something. So like today, I bought myself something unique. What I went and bought was I went and bought myself a uh, barista training for the day on Saturday. So yeah, in the Dublin Barista School. So there's going to be loads of me with loads of baristas and then little old me uh, doing it. But it's going to be it's going to be interesting. It's going to be good. It's something that's completely out of the comfort zone. And it's a way to kind of chill out on Saturday and drink loads of caffeine and get extra anxiety from loads of caffeine. It's going to be great. Mm. Uh, but it's something that I haven't done before. It's something that it's a way to kind of say, you know, fair play for getting through the kind of the first eight weeks of the year and kind of that side of things. I think it's important that there's different ways to do it. It doesn't always have to be buying yourself something. It could be that you're, it could be like, I don't know, pampering yourself or going away with the girls or it could be going on a date night with your partner or it could be bringing the kids to like Taylor Park or I don't know why Taylor Park came into my head I've got crisps in my head um, but it could be something like that that you could kind of positively reinforce but it does increase motivation there are studies showing that when you're actually not a dick to yourself it actually increases your motivation and once you increase your motivation you're not as reliant on your actual motivation you're actually seeing wins and when people can, particularly when it's it's important to celebrate those non-scale victories, as is, as it is kind of like, I don't really celebrate wins around the scales as much as maybe other coaches do. They're great, but they're also, if they're too orientated towards a positive reinforcement for an individual, then they're also going to be a negative reinforcement for an individual that there's too reliant on getting those high fives every time they're down they can also be very hard on themselves if they see the scales go up or it doesn't go down the way they want and then that can impact on your self-esteem which is how you how you how you think other people view you your self-worth which is how you view yourself and i think i think there's studies showing that i don't want to bring genders into it but women can be harder on themselves than men I think there's a scene, I haven't seen Barbie, but I know there's a clip in it of like Barbie's walking down the road or Ken's walking down the road. I think he's thinking he's amazing. Not secure as hell. And then Barbie's walking down the road and she's insecure. She's got things people are looking at her in a certain way. Women won't go for jobs because they're insecure about things. They feel that they're not, that they're not credited enough or that they're not worthy enough of getting these things. Yeah. People are as worthy of getting their goals as anyone else doesn't matter what gender race whatever sexual orientation doesn't matter anything like that but when people are saying that i'm going to be happy when i get to these weighing scales drops and stuff like that i've never seen it happen i've never seen it happen you'll get to a point to be like i can actually live like this and i always find that it's always a number that's probably more than actually you the, the, the ideal body that people want is 95 percent of the time is heavier than you what you actually thought at the beginning and when you're going on one of these journeys, it isn't actually getting this dopamine release, which is your reward hormone, 
That doesn't happen when you get to that number on scales. It happens as you progress through the event. People forget that the dopamine, dopamine release is actually through the process, not just at the actual end of it as well. So giving your small wins, giving yourself pat on the backs as you're kind of going through it. Like the scales is great and all, but if you're over-reliant and saying, this is the only metric that I'm going to have and taking away from PBs in the gym, being more consistent with the gym, getting more meal structure, getting managing the busy house, maybe you're caring for your parents maybe you're caring for your in-laws maybe your ki- your kids are off school and you've got them and they haven't drawn all over the walls those little wins need to be celebrated maybe you've got steps in for the first time in three weeks or you've recovered from getting being ill because there seems to be bugs going around left right and center but you need to be really really clear and need to reinforce these things and make sure you are celebrating them and if you are celebrating them you need to have different mechanisms to do it that doesn't involve food because if food and alcohol are your only ways to reward yourself for getting through the week they can come with different issues as well because they're you're relying on an external thing you're relying on a substance that if you're using it as a set way to celebrate you'll probably use it as a way to negate and deal with negative things as well so it's being careful with how you what mechanisms you use as well. But if you're using it as a reward, you need to look at your reward systems as well. And being a dick to yourselves will actually bring you further away from your goal rather than bring you closer. Like if you've overeaten one night on the weekend and you've had that spice bag on the Tuesday night, so be it. If if it's something that you you were tired and you hadn't got anything prepped and stuff like that, well then look at the, the look at the week and say, right, well I can still win this whole week. And if the same situation was to happen again next week, what would I do differently? And you may not do anything differently, but see the way the language there is that you haven't judged yourself. Say, well, I could do this differently. I can change this if I want to. You may want that spice bag on a Tuesday. And that's fine. You can make spice bags at home if you wanted to. You can make the, I hate the word fake away, but you can make those spice bags if you wanted in the air fryer and they'll be a hell of a lot cheaper. They'll probably be arrived at your house quicker than the actual going down to the chipper or going down to get the actual takeaway for yourself. Um, so I think that's enough on not celebrating the wins. Yeah, don't be a dick to yourself. That's the majority of the, more of the story. Yeah. Um, what about the, the expectations thing or kind of like not creating really, really silly to-do lists was another thing that kind of came up on the check-ins, I think. Stress. Anxiety, more stress, trouble sleeping. It's a continuous negative cycle. This seems to be the norm for modern life. It doesn't always have to be like this though. Try CBD Self's uniquely formulated combination of CBD and CBG de-stress oil. Designed to help naturally reduce stress and anxiety. Become your best self with CBD Self. Check out the website www.cbdself.com and use Shane15 to get a 15% discount off your order. Yeah, I think I think people need to not ask too much of themselves yeah um the sh- that's the short of it anyway um sorry i've lost my train of thought um no definitely in terms of setting out your week if you know it's going to be a busy week or you know you're on midterm with the kids or you know there's four different parties going on or you're traveling for work or I don't know what else is going on, but there's a lot, there's a lot happening. Don't be setting stupid 
goals for yourself for the week because you are going to set yourself up for failure without even knowing it. And at the end of the day, it isn't actually failure. It's just you set an expectation on yourself to get X, Y, Z, A, B, C done. When you know, even on a good week, you probably only get five of those six done. But why this week when you think you're being super, super busy, why would you try and be adding extra in? Just literally tick the boxes that you need to tick, which is feeding yourself and maybe going for a walk when you can get out and get a walk. There's no need to be throwing extra pressure on yourself to get things done when everything else is up in the air. Very simple. Yeah, and it is, it is, it's trying to really, really be realistic about what you're trying to do because I always talk about kind of like, look at what, if for everything to go perfect in a week, what needs to happen? And more often than not, those things are not going to happen. So maybe write down on a piece of paper, left-hand side of the page, what a perfect week looks like with food and you, and and your training. So that could be, right, you got your three sessions in, you've got to walk every day, and you've had every meal pl- planned. Now, that's not a realistic week for most people. You're not going to have every meal planned. Then if you look at what a good enough week is, well, you're going to get three walks in during the week and you're going to have your, you're going to cook, um, you're going to have your dinners made before you go, or you're going to just focus on, right, three walks could be enough for you. So the difference between those two things is one's realistic when life is busy and one is not. It may not be, your greatest week of all time but it is the best week you can have given the set of circumstances for you and i think if you compare your best week ever or your perfect week to your so-called inverted commas worst week you're going to beat yourself up now and again on every sorry all the time so it's really really important to actually say what's realistic for you every week look at sit down on a sunday I sit down for 10 minutes every Sunday and look at my week and say, all right, what's actually, what's coming up this week? What do I need to say yes or no to? I think a lot of people can also have this pride thing that asking for help is is a a massive hurdle that a lot of people can have. Don't be afraid to give other tasks. If you actually wrote out all the tasks that you have in your head before you go to night, before you go to bed every night and write them out in order and write them out in, in rank them one to 10, you're going to realize how small those tasks are. Like none of them are important. Like I know the house has to be done and kids will need to be brought and stuff, but you can ask for help. You can ask for other people to maybe help out with the carpool. Maybe you can, maybe you can't. Maybe you can get a slow cooker and put something in there while, the, while you're going off to do that to that sports run or whatever. So the dinner is ready and then you have that leftover for lunch. So you've got you've killed three birds with one stone there. And that's just a simple tweak because you've actually sat down for 10 minutes on a Sunday and actually said to yourself, right, what can I do this week? What's coming up this week? Right. The kids are off this week for, for school. So what can I do? Right, I'm going to get the, sh- the food shop delivered. So that's out of the way. I'm going to put something into the air fryer on Sunday night. So that's made, that's lunches made for the, for the, for the kids. And then I'm going to ask my partner to help out with, I don't know, some other task that's in the house or whatever it is. So you need to make sure that by setting realistic examples, being clear on what's important to you. The reason we reason people get overwhelmed is overwhelmed is essentially you're trying to do too much in your life that aren't aligned with your values. So you're doing everything for everyone else and not enough for you. That's the reason overwhelm happens. 
So no one, most people are not clear on their values. They're not clear on what's important to them. They think money is important. So money is important to a point. But the most important thing that most people realize is after a while is family. So family is important. So I call it the five Fs. So you've got family, finance, focus, fun, and fitness. Ranking those in order of importance, one to five. One being most important, five being least important. Family always comes number one. Two is probably normally it's either finance or fitness or mental health. And number three is generally fitness for most people. So why are you putting so much pressure on your third value and making it your number one priority when it's not your number one priority and one you can't stick to it? And that when you take a step back and actually write it out in a piece of paper, you'll actually be able to look at it subjectively rather than kind of let it rattle around in your head. So those five Fs are finance, focus, which is your mental health and mindset, fun, family, and fitness. So ranking those in order of in one to five, you'll soon see what ones are important to you and what ones aren't. And then that way you'll get a lot less overwhelmed and you say, right, are my goals this week aligned with maximum my values? There were weeks, those values can change. I know my values completely change from in the summer compared to February. I know my, my values completely change from September afterwards as well. So it's really, really important to be realistic, rank those tasks, ask for help. Also, know your bloody limits. Like if you're exhausted all the time, you are no use to anyone let alone yourself. And no wonder you're kind of like, you're sitting down on the couch in the evening and you're like, you're like a zombie. And then you find yourself with a bag of potato over your head, like, because you've just eaten everything because you're so exhausted. And it's the only way to deal with something is through the stress of it and to deal with food because the coping mechanisms aren't there. Don't know why I have potato on the brain tonight. Yeah, I was going to say, you really are crisp oriented. Yeah, I don't even have crisp in the house, so I may have to go out and get some. Um so yeah so that's my rant over about kind of yeah the zoo is like be realistic with what you can do rather than saying like the, a perfect example is like i'm gonna lose i'm gonna lose five kg in eight weeks look you can do it some people can do it but if you're setting yourself a goal of five kg in six weeks or eight weeks it's quite aggressive it's quite aggressive so i'm gonna do the maths really really quickly so Five by 2.2 is 11 pounds divided by eight is 1.375 pounds on average a week that you're trying to lose. Can you do it? Yeah. But you're almost setting yourself up for a fall that if you do not hit five kg by the end of the eight weeks that you're going to be disappointed. You're telling yourself you're going to be disappointed. And if the outcome doesn't happen and match up to what you've set, which you've picked that number firmly out of thin air, I was going to say something more crude, but I'll side against it. Um you're going to be disappointed. And because the scales won't go down the way you have said or that it has to go down the way that you want, because you're guessing the scales, you're telling the scales to do something that you have no control over. You're giving away control to the scales. You're giving away control to a piece of plastic. And then you're getting annoyed. You're getting impatient. And then that short-term reactive solutions, that short-term thinking and the comparison of what other people are doing. There's a reason why with my one-to-one clients and my group clients, same with the list says, we don't share the weight loss wins that people have had in the groups and on the WhatsApp group with the one-to-one. There's a reason why we don't do that because people will get triggered as hell. 
we don't just do it because that short-term thinking of reactive thinking of going every time the scales goes up and down that will and that comparison of what other people are, are doing one you don't know their story one you don't know and the other two you don't know where they started from that will stop you achieving to what you want if you're being so reactive every time something doesn't go right for you and that not going right you look at your outcome that you set at the very very beginning it's too aggressive Sure, people can lose that amount of waste. I've had clients lose it before and kept it up. I've had clients lose more and I've had clients lose less. But everyone's journey is completely different. Someone who might be heavier might have a quicker rate of weight loss. Someone who's a little bit lighter might have a slower rate of weight loss. But it's all comparable and it's all a percentage of what they they started off as. I think that's important to kind of celebrate those wins. It's important to not set stupid deadlines for yourself because the bit of self-sabotages people is that whole deadline of I need to lose weight by this date. I don't generally think that a lot of clients and a lot of people should do that. Set that whole deadline of I need to lose this by this date. It's great having like weddings and holidays and all this kind of stuff to aim for. But you need to be realistic and give yourself enough time to do that. Um, so I'm hoping that makes sense. I don't know why I've gone off a complete tangent what that question was. Mm. But it was good. Um, is there anything else that kind of came up, Alyssa? I can't think of anything off the top of my head now. They were the two main ones that. Okay. And what about in relation to, as the last week with the group, the big thing that a lot of people are trying to do or looking to do is kind of, and that everyone's will be individualized and stuff anyway. So a lot of people are talking about maybe reducing calories or reducing um calorie counting in that window how have you what advice would you have got there if someone is looking to do it wait reducing their calorie counting or their counting not, not their calories but their actual the amount of days they are counting oh, okay um firstly do it incrementally that's what i find Easy. works well so drop to five days drop to four days per week um, on the days that you aren't tracking then look at your meals make sure you get three whole meals in and make sure you have a protein in there and you've greens on your plate and you've carbs on your plate and a little bit of fat on your plate if you can get it on the plate um, know that you will need snacks just because you're not counting anymore doesn't mean that you just have three meals and that's it goodbye um but take it from the same approach as if you were in your counting phase or days that you are still going to have breakfast lunch dinner more than likely and that you can still eat but you just need to be mindful around it and just not having the numbers to back it up doesn't mean you just I'll throw a little bit in there or I'll leave a little bit out and then you get to day four of not tracking and you're like starving and I'm going to overeat now. I think if you, if you keep the structure that you have while you're counting of like most people are eating the same meals Monday to Thursday, I would say anyway. Mm. And then the variety comes in on Friday, Saturday and Sunday. So if you keep your, your regular meals of three meals, two or three snacks a day, it's a really solid place to start. I would also probably go onto social media and do a detox of all the accounts that are maybe 
doing my fitness pal journeys and tracking journeys and all these kind of stuff as they could be triggering for you as well the other thing that i'll probably do is as Alyssa has said is do it slowly seven days one week six days five days four days three days some people i can be ready just to go call turkey mm-hmm. um it's harder um and whatever happens a lot of people will have this fear they'll be like well i'm afraid i'm gonna lose control and the answer always back to that is are you in control now or is the food in control and, you, and the blank look comes back so if you it's about the big thing that you're trying to do right now it isn't about losing weight anymore and i think that's that has to be the secondary goal what you're trying to do right now is you're trying to build that trust with yourself that you can do this because it's not an ability issue that you can't do it there will be times you overeat in this next stage for yourself there will be times you under eat there will be times you stress eat there will be times you emotionally you're human it happens but having this belief system that you can do it and if you're basing yourself off every other attempt that you've ever done look at every other attempt has that involved mass restriction mass mass restriction and mass destruction probably but this way you're taking a little bit slower yes weight loss might slow down be prepared for that and that's okay but that isn't the primary goal you're trying to teach yourself how to eat again like when you were a kid when you were a kid you said no to food you knew when you were hungry you knew when to throw it at the wall it's okay to throw food at the wall it's, it's not really <laughs> but do it slowly it's a hell of a lot easier for yourself to do it um there is um the ebook is coming out it's with the graphic designer so she's going to have it probably tomorrow so as soon as it's out i'll put it into the facebook group and i'll put it into the whatsapp group or else just check out my stories as well and you'll get it you'll get a link to it but if you if you're working with us in a one-to-one capacity you're getting it out you'll get the service already if you're going it alone ask questions as you kind of go along for the next week in the group uh as you kind of go as well but there will be times where you're gonna you're gonna have a little bit of a blip and that's okay it's about going back into that structure piece because you could you've managed to do it with the tracking calories that means it's not an ability issue generally it comes down to a choice whether you want to go the direction you say you want and the way you deserve to go then or you can go down the other route, which is falling back into past behaviors because we start, we're starting to question, can we do this? Should we be doing this? And this negative self-doubt voice comes in. But that negative self-doubt is very linked to the first question because you haven't celebrated your wins. You haven't celebrated your victories. You're not giving yourself any credit as you kind of go along. But if we start to do that, the reduction in calories and reduction in counting calories becomes a, a little bit easier. So it's all linked. Synergy. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast and thank you for your amazing support. As always, please leave a review up on iTunes and up on Spotify. If you've enjoyed this episode at all, please do leave a review up there um, and share it with a friend, share it with whoever needs to, to listen to it. And as always, thank you so much for listening to the podcast today.